Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Drumroll. I want to ask you about the big game this weekend. Big game. Okay, so you're back. You're playing. What's up, you guys? It's Katie Austin here, and welcome back to Austin AF. Today, the F stands for football (laughs) because I have a freaking Rams player coming into the studio today. Yep, that's right. I got a Rams player just a few days before the Super Bowl, which is kind of crazy. Shout out to Malka. We both have a show with them. And I'm really, really excited to see how he's prepping for the Super Bowl, what it took to get him to where he is now, how he stays so positive. And he's already actually been in the Super Bowl before. He played in 2019 with the Rams against the Patriots. So we're going to ask him about that, if he's feeling nervous, how he's feeling, and what's up. But... I just want to say, not only is this weekend the Super Bowl, because some of my listeners might not give a crap about the Super Bowl, but it's also Valentine's Day. How fitting is it for us girls that Super Bowl weekend falls on like Valentine's Day weekend, even though Valentine's Day is Monday, February 14th. But at the same time, that's like kind of when you celebrate it. It's like a Friday or Saturday. At that same note, I am not a huge Valentine's Day like girl when it comes to having Valentine's Day in a relationship, I think the holiday is a little bit overrated. And I think it's it's a way to kind of sometimes just like show off people's relationships online. So at the end of the day, just remember like it's just a holiday to be like, oh my God, I love you so much. And, and just show you off your relationship. So if you're feeling down about the holiday coming up, I want you just to focus on yourself and loving you, yourself, everything about you. It's a day of love. It doesn't have to be a day of relationships and appreciating your partner. It can be about appreciating yourself and your support system, the ones around you, your best friends. My best Valentine's days ever, no offense to my sweet, sweet boyfriend, but my best Valentine's days were spending with my girlfriend single, like literally having Valentine's day and getting drunk with my best friends and cooking a home cooked dinner. I think that's so, so fun. So if you're feeling down right now, please do not. It's just a day to celebrate loving yourself and loving the people around you as well. So at this day, just make sure you are spending it in a way, you know, that makes you happy. Go out to dinner with your friends. Have some girls over as well so you're just not overthinking the holiday as well because it can be a holiday that you can definitely overthink. On that note, I just wanted to tell I just really, really fast before Bash comes into the studio. My boyfriend and I got a couple's massage for Valentine's Day last weekend because um, – we we are we're not celebrating a Super Bowl because I'm just like way too busy this week. So we got a couple's massage and it was the funniest experience in the entire world. And it was just such a weird spa. Just first up, don't just book a random spa that you find nearest massage near you because that shit can be really weird. Number two, 
my boyfriend was talking the whole massage. I feel like it just defeats the whole freaking point of a couple's massage. She's like asking me questions and like talking to the masseuse. And I'm like, this is so not relaxing. This is not fun for me. Shut up, my boyfriend. I love him so much. I was so mean, but like, you know what I mean? Anyways, it was a really funny experience. It just doesn't sound as funny as it was, but uh, it really was funny. I just thought it was a great idea to do a couple's massage, something like a little different than just like a basic fancy dinner because I don't really need to do that. Anyways, speaking of dinner and dining, we have the host of Dine and Bash coming in the studio. <laughs> He's also a Rams player. And because we have an athlete as our guest today, we have Athletic Greens as our sponsor. So you guys can channel your inner athlete, <laughs> but I'm kind of serious. Because Athletic Greens is a comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients made for just about everybody. And I'm not kidding you guys when I say I have been taking athletic greens for a very, very long time. What I love to do in the morning is just take a scoop of athletic greens, put the powder in my water, um, give it a nice stir, or I can put it in my tea as well, put it in my smoothies, my post-workout smoothies. It's just a great way to get so many vitamins and nutrients into your system and good nutrients every single day. Plus, you know what? I don't think it tastes that bad. I think a lot of people think like they see a green powder and they're like, oh man. But trust me, I think it has like this nice vanilla back taste to it. And I actually highly enjoy it. I also highly enjoy it because I know I'm doing something good for me and my system, my immune system, my health. So that's the best part about it is I know I'm doing something for me and it's quick. It's easy. Just put it in your water. And guess what? Your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. If you guys do not live in Los Angeles, then you are going to need this vitamin D. Plus, for one, they are a climate-neutral certified company, and in 2020, they purchased carbon credits that support projects protecting old-growth rainforests. We love a company that gives back to the environment as well. Additionally, for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious foods to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. In 2020, Athletic Greens donated over 1.2 million meals to kids. We also love that as well as kids are definitely in need all over the world. So what can y'all do from here and for your health? Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you guys have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash AustinAF. One more time, that's athleticgreens.com slash AustinAF. So take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's welcome in Sebastian Joseph Day. All right, you guys, I am here with Bash. I am so freaking excited I that know. you came in. I know this week is so freaking busy for you too. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I mean... Malka fam, gotta be with the Malka fam. Absolutely. Man. Shout out to Malka. We both have shows with you guys. Uh-huh. And I just want to say where we first met. Yes. So, <laughs> bless my heart. You know, we were out here in Delilah enjoying New Year's, you know? Me drunk it's, as shit. Listening some good music. And then next thing you know, it's like we just bumped into each other. I'm like, wait a minute. You have a show with Malka. Like, yeah, I was like, wait a like, minute. Yeah, you have a show with Malka too. And like, <laughs> oh my God. And hey. Yeah, and no offense because I want to say I remember our conversation, but I remember coming in a studio the week after and Christina being like, which is our p- producer for both shows, mm-hmm. being like, I heard you saw Bash this weekend. And I was like, 
Oh my God, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it was so loud in there. I, I was shocked that you probably, if she said Bash, I would be surprised. I introduced myself as Sebastian. Hey, I'm Sebastian. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. You know, all that stuff. So the fact that you remember, you're a real one. Because, you know, you had a, we all had a good night. We had a good night. It was night. New Year's, by the way, you guys. The vibes were immaculate. Yes. You know, and so. I got to meet your fiance that night, too. Yes, you did, Rachel. How long have you guys been together? So we've been together for, sheesh, seven. Seven. We're getting married in wow. July. So it's going to be lit. Yeah, it's So up. she has been with you every step of the way. Yeah, essentially, like, it's so cool. So we went to, we actually went to high school together. No way. And we were really cool friends. Just, you know, cordial. You know, always was in each other's corner. She went to school at FIT in New York City, Fashion Ooh, Institute of Technology. Nice. Went to Rutgers, and that's like a train ride away. So every time she'd see me in the city... You know, we'd always like just text, nothing like serious. Yeah. But one day, you know, uh, we just hung out, like just really, like just friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, always respected her as that, just that, and it's kind of happened. Next thing you know, yeah. And she's been there through, you know, college, Shh. draft, NFL days, everything, now. like from me starting, for me getting hurt, getting hurt yeah. to like said draft to all of it. Like it's so funny because with her, you know, when she goes to school for fashion, like. You're not really big in the sports or like yeah. that. So it's like, so when she first went to the game, she was like, okay, I'm going to this game. Like, okay, like whatever. Like she went, she's like. What's this? Like, what is this? Like, what are all these people here for? Is she like, like, is this? dress like really cute for all the games? Does she oh, like, yeah, really no, decide yeah, her yeah, outfits? Yeah, I feel like that'd be so did, fun. She, did, she, did, she does, does her thing dressing for the games and she enjoys it. But honestly, like one thing I've always loved about her is that like, and that was one of the biggest things I like kind of like made me know like who, like who yeah. she was, was she said to me one day she was like because i was going through like a real tough time i think in college i think my red shirt sophomore year um and she said to me it's like hey listen like you know if you don't love it anymore like you don't need to play football like Aww. just do what makes you happy and i was like yeah in my head i'm like damn like <laughs> you're fucking crazy but <laughs> you're fucking crazy well i like that because right because you know ultimately like you love me for me and like who I am. And I think that's the ultimate goal, right? In life. Absolutely. There's a lot of women out there. I hate to be stereotypical towards women, but at the same time, like that marry an athlete because they're an athlete, because they think that's like, you know, comes with a lot of money. So that's like so amazing to hear, especially you guys were friends in high school too. It's like to know she's been supporting you since day one. And let's talk about that too. I feel like you have an amazing support system. I read about like your family and everything as well. How has it been like being close to your mom, correct? Right. And, and your, your fiance now Mm. and everything and like how much your support system means to you. So it's honestly, it's amazing. Like I've just been blessed in the fact that I had two parents who, you know, came from a different country, like just started from scratch and just found a way to be successful and like just kind of instill those things that they, that they, the good that they had from their country of Haiti and just kind of instill it in me and like mix it in with this American culture, right? Yeah. And taking the good of the American culture and mix it in and just kind of create this fine product of whatever I'm becoming or ultimately going to become so you know he shout out to my mom and my dad um he shout out to rachel you know my sister my sisters i got two sisters one older one younger yes Aww. i was the middle child crazy i was in a house with three women at one point i want to say something wow. i think guys that have sisters are better boyfriends and partners and i think that it's a huge statement there like my boyfriend has a sister and i just feel like he's so much more like comfortable with like yeah feminine issues mm-hmm. and like getting along with women and and it's a way that men look at women in mm-hmm. a different light when they have a sister no facts because at the end of the day like when you have the sister like 
you love them. You you wanna you want a man to treat them like you know obviously yeah you know how you would treat your sister totally. I mean not in that weird way, but you know what, <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm saying. Like like at the end of the day, you love your sister. You want them yes. to love the best for your sister. Absolutely. Let me fix this up real quick. <laughs> we're, we're, we're actually gonna cut this together to make it look like you have incestual. <laughs> yeah, 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 let me um uh, fix this real quick. What I just said. So you know at the end of the day, you love your sister. You want nothing but the best for yes, her, right? Yes. And growing up with with a with women, multiple women, you just kind of like see like the stuff that you know they go through, and it's hard. You know, it's yeah. tough. Like being a woman's hard. Like Thank no cap, you. being a girl's Thank hard. You. Like all the pressures of social media, like just having to look pretty all the time, makeup, all that stuff. Like. Women have got a lot to do with, and obviously other lady things that I'm not going to talk about here. But you know what I mean? Like it's a lot. So you know, me growing up with that, I just found a new appreciation in in women, and that's how I treated them. How I treat them, I always just been taught to treat them with respect and love and kindness, and obviously, that. and that's just the way I live. I love that. And talking about appreciation, I feel like you just exude gratitude. You know what I mean? Like you're just such a happy person. And so I also, <laughs> thank you. I also read something about you that like every single person you meet, you always have a smile on your face, like constantly. <laughs> you're very happy. Yeah. Have you always been a happy person? And where do you think your positivity comes from? Okay. So I've always been a happy person. Yeah, honestly. I'm Loaded like, questions. I've always, but <laughs> I've always been a happy person, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Um, always had mad energy. Always been like bubbly and loud, honestly. What was the second question again? Like, how do you stay so positive? And is there something, you know, that you like? Mm. How do I stay so positive? So honestly, I just, I just try my best just to be optimistic about everything, you know, like I just, it's something that you kind of got to always tell yourself in your head, right? Yeah. Like, even when, even when shit isn't going right, like you got to make it go right in your head or like find a way to find a way to change it to make it go right, you know? It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. And I always, in my, the way I operate is this. All right, if something goes wrong, automatically I'm thinking how to fix it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I just take that negative and I try to just flip it. Like you said, perspective. I try to flip it right away or look for clues to how to, like, just start working on the problem and fixing it. And then it's essentially, and over time, it you know, the problem gets fixed then. Totally. But what about something like your injuries? Because yeah. I know you've had a lot of recent injuries as well. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, it's taking you out of the game. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, what do you tell yourself? Like, what is that mindset? How did you get through your injuries by staying positive? Yeah, no. So that was really hard. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty tough. Because I, I felt, honestly, I was having such a good season that I was yeah. alone when that happened. But honestly, I would probably see my support system, my faith. I'm really, I'm really religious. So I'll, my faith with God, my support system, honestly, my mom and dad and Rachel. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like I said, just that every day, like taking it just one day at a time. I like you know, that. Just taking it one day at a time. I feel like people um, kind of try to look ahead too much, like look ahead into the future, look ahead to like, oh, well, this happened to me. Like, what's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's going to happen? Absolutely. Instead, honestly, all you got to do is take a deep breath, bro, and like think about, okay, like tomorrow's coming up. I got to get this surgery. What I got to, I got to optimize this whole day. So I'm getting surgery. What are the, things that I could do to help recovery, my heart recovery process. For sure. You know what I mean? And you just take it back like that, one day at a time, I feel like you just, it just builds, builds, builds. And realizing you can't do that much about it in that moment. Mm -hmm. Like you can't be better tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You have to be patient. I think being yeah. patient is a huge thing about Facts. like being injured. Facts. And how is it watching your team play while you're injured? I, I've always actually wanted that being an athlete. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oof, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's fun. It's fun when they're obviously whipping ass and doing their thing. But it also is tough because it's like, because you know, as a competitor, you want to be out there. Yeah. You know, like, you know what you provide. You know what you give. Um, you know your skill set. 
So as a competitor, you're like, man, if I was out there, I'd be making this play. I'd be this. Yeah. And you like see things that like, like you know, people that that just watch football for fun wouldn't see, you know. For sure. But um, like I said, I honestly look at it as a blessing in disguise. You know, like I got hurt. Um, it gave an opportunity for the guy behind me to go in, and now he's had a great s- season, right? Oh, good. So now that gives him That's his. so nice so now, to you. So now that gives him his flowers. Yeah. Shout out to Greg Gaines. You know, shout out to him. Um, he's having a great season, and we're winning, right? We're in the bowl. So hell so, yeah. So it's like, hell so it's yeah, like, you, are. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Does it suck that I'm not out there, I, or I would haven't been out there to for ten weeks? Yeah, but at the end of the day, another another guy got blessed. They would absolutely it, shine. And we're in the bowl. So. I feel like you're the ultimate hype man, too. I don't I know anything I about you on the I field do. or on the sideline I right am. there. <laughs> are you allowed, when you're injured, are you allowed to be on the sideline still? Yes. I was on the sideline last or last home game. Yes, okay. last home game. But yeah, they, you know, you could choose. But some of them I just decided, you know, you know, I, I'll just stay home from watch. But yeah, I'm a huge Twitter guy. Like, during are the you games, really? I <laughs> love the games, that. I was going crazy on Twitter. I was like, I was like, yeah, that's a crazy JD, Woody. Yeah, I was going nuts on. Yeah, I was going nuts on Twitter. Yeah, Hell yeah, ultimate I love hype, that. Man, okay, I feel like I want to talk to you about so much, but I especially want to talk to you about this upcoming weekend, the big game. Yeah. And I know you've been in this position before. Yes. In 2019, yes. you played in Atlanta. Yes, we played in Atlanta. To, against the Patriots. Against the Patriots. Tom okay. Brady the GOAT. Yes, yes, Okay, yes. so you've already been in this situation. Mm-hmm. A little different this time, obviously, because you were a rookie that year, yeah, I was correct? A rookie, the, yeah. Which is which is kind of crazy. Was it crazy to go to the Super Bowl as a rookie? It was insane. You know, um, at that time, our team was amazing. You know, we had Jared Goff, we had Woody, we had Cooper was hurt that year. We had uh, Brandon Cook, Sue, Aaron. Uh, Michael Brockers, it was insane. Like the team was legit. Like, as a rookie walking into that, you're walking into like a team full of like Hall of Famers. Insane. It was insane. Like my whole defense was like had like four Hall of Famers on the. Oh my like, gosh! Three Hall of Famers, like about to be Hall of Famers, like Talib, Aaron, Sue. Yeah. Like that's nuts. Like, nuts. That's, un- that's unheard of. And you're in defense, so you're against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. How was that? No, it was dope. It was really dope just being able to go through that whole process of prep. So with me, honestly, my rookie year was more so like, I don't know if you're familiar with, but um, you know college athletes like when they redshirt? Of course. Yeah. Yes. So like it, that that year was honestly so good for me because I was in such an amazing room with like Aaron, Sue, Brock, Dominic Easley, Dante Flower, all first rounders, right? And I was thrusted into that, made the roster. I saw I made the roster with that type of talent, like, and I was just able to legit just digest and soak in all the information that year, right? And, and learn so and much. Learn so much. So then, just being able to, like you said, even study like going against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, like that's so cool. Like that's he's a legend. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just doing that was amazing and. I think that that honestly catapulted me to starting for three years for the Rams. So. That's amazing. Yeah. And going off what you said, being surrounded by like all these first round picks, right? Mm-hmm. I read in an Instagram caption of yours that you were sixth yeah. round pick. Okay. Yeah. So does that matter when you are coming into an NFL team? Mm-hmm. Does that matter? Do you feel like you're, you're the underdog? Do you feel like you deserve to be there? Mm-hmm. And how is that feeling when you're surrounded by all these like legend first round picks and you're in quotes a sixth round pick? Yeah, no, I it definitely. It, so does it matter in the organization? Yes, it does definitely matter in the organization that you're in. It definitely does matter. It just means, I look at it like this, just to make it short and sweet. The later you are, the less 
the less opportunities you have to fuck up. Say that one more time. So the later you are, you go, the less opportunities you get. So like the less opportunities, oh, the, less, the less opportunities you get to mess up. Yeah, okay, you have to prove okay. yourself as well. Like you, you don't get as many. You're saying you don't get as many opportunities as a first round pick. Yeah, because you're you're the thing is each team when they draft you, they draft you for a reason, right? They like right. you. They think Absolutely. they they see what you got. They see your intangibles. They like what they see. That's why they draft you. But also, you know, I'd be naive to say I'll I'll be lying to everyone here if mm. I said. Six round Sebastian Joseph Day was getting the same amount of ops as first round Aaron Donald sure. or first round Jared Goff. You know, like you totally. know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, yeah. they're what they did in college. Obviously, what they did in college was totally worth it. Like what they did was they proved that they deserved to be that pick, right? Totally. But me, I guess what I did in college, I guess just didn't meet the threshold or satisfy the people of what of the NFL what they thought. Of why I shouldn't have been any higher than six, right? Totally. But at the same time, going back to perspective, I sometimes feel like to play devil's advocate, I'd rather you be in your position mm. because being a first round pick or being like number one or two in the draft, you have so much freaking pressure on you. Oh, yeah. And when you're later, you have a chip on your shoulder and yeah. you, you're working every day to prove yourself to mm -hmm. be like, I deserve to be here. I deserve to be here. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you have a lot less pressure. And, and and I know that sounds correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but you know, I feel like those first round picks sometimes when they when they don't do as well, people just just no yeah. pun intended, bash on that. Yeah, no, no, know? no, for sure. And and yeah, it, it is pretty messed up that that uh that side of it, you know, because at the end of the day, no one plays this game to be not yeah. be good or not perform right. well, right? So but no, definitely I feel like honestly though, I'd say any draft pick has that pressure on them. But yes, you're right. The first round picks, they get thrown in the ops more. Like they get put in, they have more ops. They get thrown in the spotlight more. They get so they are more under a microscope. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And that's and that's the good and bad kind of you know pros like, and cons. Pros each. and cons. Absolutely. Each. Like later, you don't get as many chances, so you can't mess up. Like when you get your chance, make the most. Other way though, if you're a first round pick. You can't you can't be be bad. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. so it's like, yeah. Pick you have your, to prove you're a first round pick, pick as your well. Poison. Pick your poison. I've always actually wondered too, and then we'll get to the big game because I want to hear how you're prepping and everything, but I've always actually wondered as well, because with the NBA, I feel like it's so guaranteed. You sign the contract mm -hmm. and you're there for a season, even if you get injured, whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like NFL, again, correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. you're almost trying out every day because yeah. they switch up and drop people. Is that like really effect on your mental health? Because I'm I'm a huge NBA fan, and so I know like the mm -hmm. contracts are guaranteed more mm -hmm. than NFL. For sure, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely it does. But you know what? Honestly, I try my best not to think about it because if you drive, think about it, you drive yourself crazy. Oh, but there, okay. You know what I mean? You'll drive yourself crazy. Like you just got to, you just got to continue just to play, like just yeah. to play and and remember why you love it and why you're doing it. But yes, no, they are so many, there's so many interesting things with contracts, you know, um, especially when you're like on a rookie contract, there's a rookie contract. And there's a second contract, like your rookie contract, if you get hurt in two years, you could get split. So if you get it split, you get a certain amount of money, not all the money that you, it's crazy. It's, cr it's so, so much many stuff. clauses. So much jargon, so much <laughs> yeah. jargon, so many clauses. Like, <laughs> yeah, girl, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Well, for <laughs> you, you have a lot of other things on rather than football too. You yeah. have your own freaking show, your yeah personality you were big on tiktok during the pandemic you're on twitter you're yeah. live tweeting like yeah. your personality i'm all right i'm all right you know i wouldn't think, say that i just think i'm myself and um i just try to be myself and try to be authentic you know 
I just try to be my authentic self. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I think everyone likes it. You were just featured in LA Times, correct? For Dine and Bash, which is a local show. And you co-host on Hotboxing. Yes, I do. I do. So, um, yeah, you know, you shout out to um, Dine and Bash. You shout out to the Dine and Bash team, all the guys that film it, produce it. Um, Y'all are awesome. Yes, we were featured in the LA Times. It was such an awesome write-up. Shout out to Jen Harris for doing that. And uh, she was on the show as, as a guest. And Hot Boxing, yeah, that, that's that been such an experience. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Mike Tyson because... <laughs> shout out to Mike, man. Iron Mike. That's been one hell of an experience. It's been, it's been so fun. Hilarious. So many hilarious moments, but it's been cool. I have a really out there question. Okay. And you, I don't know if you don't want to answer it. It's fine. But mm-hmm. like... That show is about smoking weed, correct? Yes, and you yes. smoke, and you know, you come into the office and they just filmed, and I'm not saying you're smoking the weed, but it smells like weed in yeah. the in the room because yeah. that's the point of the show. Hotboxing, you guys, yeah. come on. Yeah. Does the NFL like like that you're associated with something like that, or, or does it matter? Is is weed um, legal in the NFL now? Oh yes, well, weed is illegal. So, but the thing is, I'm I don't smoke. Right. I'm not smoking. I don't smoke. I'm legit just here. I'm legit just here to help Mike co-host the show. Got you it, because your personality. Of I'm your personality. Like I'm just here because I'm helping him co-host, helping him smooth, smooth <laughs> through the smooth through the parts, you know, <laughs> through, the, through the parts. So See, um, I'm the most waves. anxious person that huh? I'd be like, I'm so anxious that I would literally be like, oh my gosh, all these fumes are getting into me. It's gonna get in my <laughs> no, system. No, no, no. Wait, it's so funny. Like I remember the first time, the first time I was like, oh man, like. I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm still, like, I made sure I, like, you know, I'm opposite. And you'll see every show, I'm like opposite of Mike. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. my, I'm my six, <laughs> six feet distance. Like nothing's getting, nothing's getting, I'm not enjoying the aroma. Don't as they exhale. <laughs> I'm not doing none of that, NFL. I know you see. Yeah. I'm not doing none of that. So yeah, your boy's clean. You know what I mean? We wanted to clear the waters <laughs> yeah, here, clear actually. The water. I, ain't, I ain't doing anything. But shout out to Mike, man. It was awesome. It's been awesome, the ride, just being able to do that and, it's honestly helped me like work on yeah, work on sure. what I'm passionate about for sure. Absolutely. That's honestly a lot more freestyle than it is like Dine and Bash. You know, Dine and Bash is more formatted. Okay. So in Dine and Bash, you go to different restaurants and you yeah. try food and you talk to the owners and the chefs and everything. What mm-hmm. made you want to do that type of show? So my parents have a Haitian background. My dad, my mom and dad actually first met in in the hotel business. My dad is now an cool. engineer. Wow. An engineer at um the Trump International. Wow. So since my dad like worked his way through that through that, he um uh was became friends with all these chefs. So cool. You know, like so like, you know, it was kind of cool. He got to like eat with some of the best chefs and like yeah. he's really inviting them because he's an engineer. So he's always meeting with in nice meetings with all of them and all that stuff. So now he kind of had affinity for food. What he does is he brings it home, kind of like the hills to watch how they make it, kind of teach us what it is. And it's like different dishes, not just Caribbean Haitian dishes. Like it'll be like from France or from, you know, some Italian or, you know, some sp- something from Spain, like just different types, yeah. like duck, like just all different you types. tried of everything. Tried everything. So me and my palate's always been uh, kind of big. So I always had a passion for food. And then obviously I'm really big on giving back. And I saw the pandemic like really affect restaurants and I actually donated and I hosted an Instagram live to donate, to give money back to them and buy wow. food to give back to the homeless and also help the restaurant out. It's amazing. And I realized, I was like, yo, why am I throwing money out? Like, like obviously, you know, it's a positive thing that I'm throwing money out, but also I can make this so much bigger. Why don't I just highlight these, highlight yeah. these amazing restaurant owners and tell a story, tell their story. Cause at the end of the day, like, you know, you go to restaurants, they're, it's good. And if it is really good, you know, you go back, you go back, but 
what really connects people food and also getting to know who they are as individuals. Right? Absolutely. It's a social, it's cultural. It's a cultural, it, yes. exactly. I was thinking was, wow, why don't I tell people their stories and, and make them have that empathy, be able yeah. to relate to them and see that, you know, these restaurant owners are just like I love you that. and I. I love like that. you and I, and they just follow their dreams and this yeah. is how it came about and Boom. It's kind of like sports too, because when you watch a game mm-hmm. and you don't know any of the players' stories, mm-hmm. you're like, eh, whatever. It's kind of like a restaurant. When you know the restaurant's story, mm-hmm. it makes you enjoy the food. It makes you enjoy the mm-hmm. game, exactly. whatever it is more. Exactly. I, lo- I love a story touch as well. And now I have a quick ad break because I want to talk to you guys about another thing that will keep you hydrated to, again, channel your inner athlete. Or if you guys have watched or listened to Austin F before, you guys have taken note of one of my favorite hangover hydration mixes that you guys can put in your water to make sure you're staying hydrated as you drink alcohol as well. Or if you guys are working out a lot, you're sweating a lot. So right now I am putting in my water an element. It's a drink electrolyte hydration mix with a thousand milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium. And my favorite flavor is the watermelon salt. They also have a lot of different flavors as well. But I just read you guys all those nutrients. And again, you guys can just put it in your water, stay hydrated. What I like to do is actually drink it right before my cocktails or right after or in between as well to stay hydrated. Or it's a great replenishment after a workout when you've been sweating a lot. You really do need that sodium. So make sure to check out Element. I actually have a really great deal for you guys. And when I mean really great deal, you guys can actually try Element for free. Yes, that's right. For free, baby. All you guys got to do is go to drink, L-M-N-T, like the letters, drinklmnt.com slash Austin AF for their free sample pack now. Cheers and stay salty, everybody. Now, drum roll. I want to ask you about the big game this weekend. Okay, big game. Okay, so you're back. You're playing. Yeah, you know. Let's go. I'm back. You know, <laughs> something like that. You know, but Thursday, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident that I'll be back. Yeah. Amazing. Confident, okay. So fingers crossed. I think was well. How are you preparing this week besides being in the Austin AF studio? <laughs> oh, I mean, tons of film, tons of studying, and just. That's it, really. That's all. It's simple as that. Just hard work. Just just studying the film, studying plays, studying, you know, tendencies, things like that, you know. Do the players, even the big players, like, mm-hmm. say, OBJ, Vaughn Miller, mm-hmm. do they get nervous? Honestly, I don't know. I don't really know. I can't give you that. I can't. I've never seen. There's never a time I've ever seen Aaron nervous, AD <sighs> nervous. I've never seen Aaron nervous. Or... If he was nervous, he used it as aggression or used it in a positive sense. It's like a he's so good. Yeah, he's so he's good. Such you a know leader. what I mean? Like and Vaughn, you know, Vaughn's unreal. OBJ is unreal. You know, just ha- adding those additions to our team. Like our team's already stacked. Like it's, think it's think insane. about this. So like we went six and one. Then I got hurt, and then we added them. Yeah, <laughs> we those, lost one game. Also, so I was like, it's like yo, like what? Like it was. It's two biggest a, names in NFL, too. Yeah, like, Vaughn are you and OBJ, kidding? Like, it's How crazy. is Vaughn, because I know you're mm-hmm. both on the defensive yeah, side yeah, 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 as well. Yeah. How has it been working with him? Oh, it's been amazing. Vaughn is amazing, man. A pro's pro. And he has so much knowledge. You know, yeah, such think legend. about him. Like, bro, he's a Super Bowl MVP, a Super Bowl champ. So, like, he just brings, like, a whole, like, different, like, swagger. Yeah. Like, and, like, he's been there before. Like, he's just, he just knows how to lead, lead the room and just lead lead men, like, just lead dudes and not be, like, too aggressive with it, 
but also just knows know exactly what to say, you know? So shout out to it's Von. Hard. Shout out to Von Miller, yo. Shout out to my dog. <laughs> whoop, whoop. And OBJ, yeah, OBJ is great. Great. Like works hard, comes in every day, grinds, like be in a weight room, like app, like he grinds. Yeah. Like Damn. so it's like these are great dudes, like the system is just I'm like, happy for him going yeah. to a Super Bowl. Very, yeah. very happy. He yeah. definitely, definitely deserves it. What is the locker room like before a Super Bowl? As you've been there before, you probably know the vibes a little bit. What do you think is gonna be said? Is there Ooh. music blasting? Yeah, so usually, you know, before any game, music is blasting. I remember actually that's a great question. That's a really great question that you asked. Thank I remember you. Super Bowl 2018. I remember music was blasting, but dudes were just so locked in, like si like silent, like maybe silent. like, like, yeah. like dudes weren't even like usually. You know, I remember like all year, like dudes were like, you know, they like that music and they like you know getting crunk, like you yeah, know, in their vibe and stuff like that. But dudes were locked, like honestly, <laughs> me relating this back to myself, back to me. No, no, no <laughs> but like when I have a really really big interview, like yeah. I actually hosted at the Super Bowl that exact weekend, yeah. and I couldn't speak to anyone before. I was like, don't speak to me. Mm -hmm. Like not not in a way that's like, don't talk no, to me. I, don't, I think lock, I'm that important. You needed to. Yeah, yes, you gotta like, focus. focus. You gotta be in your own, yeah. like you gotta think about it. You can't really lose that focus because mm -hmm. if you start talking to someone and then you just like start overthinking, you have to just really focus. It's true. It's so true. And honestly, before any dine and bash and anytime I do hot boxing, like like even on the drive on the drive here, I was just kind of like I had some silence in the car, like just thinking about like reading, like just thinking about the prompt I read, and like you do, you need that because people don't Absolutely. get it. Like you just don't like it's just like a game. You just don't go out there and do it. Like, no, it's, it's like a game, honestly. You just don't and how and much it. it takes out of you when I have two back to pack shows mm -hmm. that are like you know reading ads, hour long things. Mm -hmm. I cannot talk to anyone like an hour before, an hour after, because I'm like, my brain is so freaking overstimulated that I need silence. Yeah. Don't talk to no, me. No, facts. And you, and you just talked for like yeah. two hours. So you're like, all right, I just need to like chill out and binge. Ooh, it's like, hard, uh, man. So I can't even imagine the Super Bowl where you're not only thinking like that, but your body is yeah. just taking a beating as yeah. well. Yeah. It's crazy. It is, but it's beautiful though. There's a... Uh, Beauty and pain. Yeah, beauty. beauty yeah, beauty and the struggle. <laughs> you know, method to the madness, kind of. You know. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys eat before the game? I've been dying to know. Okay, what I eat before the game. So, this is what I do. Like the home, like the home games. What I do is I do like uh, spinach, spinach uh, scrambled eggs. Ooh. I do like a little bit of white onion in there or some onion in it, and then I have like two pieces of two pieces of uh, wheat bread. And some jelly, and that's it. I don't Dang. eat much. I don't eat much. Yeah. Because I, I can't, like, I just, but I put a little something in there and yeah. I just pound Pedialyte. Bang, yeah. This, like, all the, you know, right stuff, all the stuff. That Absolutely. You need, I you feel buy. like I would be pooping my pants before the Super Bowl. <laughs> You know that pregame poop that will get you. That'll hey, feel yo, that. I'm fucking dead. You know it's yo, true. She said pregame poop. Hey yo, shout out to the pregame poop though. You know the vibes. It's so true though. I remember big games. I played in the Coliseum. I was a college athlete uh -huh, as well. Uh -huh. I played in the Coliseum and I was like pooping my pants for that game. I can't even imagine the Super Bowl, dude. No, 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 no cap. You ain't lying though. I'm, yeah, that's so funny you said that shit. But no, nah, I legit. 
I yeah, I get to the stadium, I hit the little poop. <laughs> then, I, then you know, but this is the trick. This is the trick. Then uh, I want another trick. Yeah, yeah, the trick. So yeah, you you poop before you see you the stadium. Go there, hand your business, leave, go do pregame warm up, come back, poop, <laughs> poop. Obviously, then you like, oh, I put on these pads though. Yeah, let me not fuck around it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being a star like this. You know, oh my god, I <laughs> can't thing, even imagine. Stuff. We got to make sure you know before you even put on the pads or. But there's always that one time that even though you did do it before, you put on the pads, you put on the pads, and then you gotta like, take off damn. all the take all the gloves, everything. Like, ah, oh, shit. But yeah, that's so funny you said that. That's hilarious. <laughs> you gotta take off the gloves. <laughs> gotta wipe. Keep it a buck. Keep it a buck on the show. You know what I mean? Y'all tuning in, you know the vibes. You know what I mean? <laughs> gotta get that clickbait. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's funny. Okay, one well, last question about the Super Bowl. Um, what is your best hype song that is gonna get you pumped up? Ooh, that's a good Besides one. silence, what are you listening to? Bang! Mm, mm, what am I listening to? What am I? Listening to? <laughs> it could I be got, an artist too, or like what type of song? You know what I mean? What type of song? I'm honestly playing that new Gunna, that new Gunna drip season four, pushing P. Oh, I like that song. I never talk. I only know that song because of TikTok. <laughs> Shout out to TikTok. You know, you know what I mean. Pushing P over here. Shout out to Gunna. That's freaking hilarious. Okay, shoot, I have one more question. Okay, what's up? How are you going to celebrate after you win the Super Bowl? <laughs> well, after we play the Bengals and it'll be a hard-fought game and yes. they're a great team yes. and, you know, if we do all the right things, hopefully we win, which I truly believe we will. Um, just got to be humble. Can't say we're going to win right away. But, um, uh, <laughs> um, you know, honestly, I'm just going to live in the moment. Like, it's going to be so surreal. Because, like, you know, as a child, like, yeah. you know, like, when you play ball, you, this is what you play for and, like, I can't even honestly describe it. I'm not, I, can't, I don't even want, if I think about it, I'm no, no, like, no. it I'm makes like, me oh, emotional. Shit, like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, so I don't know. I'm just going to just live in the moment. I'm going to be so happy though. Yeah. You know? Take a lot of deep breaths. Lot of Look deep around. Breaths. I feel like just, oh man, it's going to make me emotional just thinking about it. Just, yeah, just like something you work for your entire life mm -hmm. and you like, you made it. It's so crazy to think about. And young, like. I'm young. So young. I'm only, I'm only four years oh in. Like, God. that's young. Like, and I know a game lasts, what, four hours? It's going to go by in a blink of an eye. So just looking eye. around, taking a deep breath anytime you can and realizing, yeah. holy shit, I'm here. Yeah. And Wild. Exactly. Wild. Well, thank you so much. And no. I'm so excited and looking forward to seeing you play this weekend. No, thank Fingers you. Crossed. Thank you so much for, for uh, you know, having me as your guest. Keep it in the Malka fam. Yeah, Where can they no. find your shows? Um, So Dine and Bash, you could find... Easily on YouTube. All you gotta do is type in "dine," the big letter N. <laughs> um, and or follow on Instagram. You know the vibes. You know. Hell yeah! Thank that. you so much. Yeah. And go Rams! Yes, go Rams. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye guys.